Today, we're talking all about show descriptions, how to turn more strangers into listeners using your show description. Welcome to Why Your Podcast Isn't Growing, a podcast helping coaches, experts, business owners, or independent podcasters who want to do this full-time, gain clarity around why your podcast isn't growing as fast as you'd like, and learn the steps you need to fast-track slow and steady growth to gain thousands of new, highly engaged listeners. My name is Anthony Waneri, and I'm with my business partner, Ty Gaucher, and we're actually at mine. Ty's come back from the holidays, so we're here in person recording this episode. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Feeling uh, feeling festive as yet. Back in the hometown at Anthony's house. Got the space set up. Probably the, the cleanest it's ever been that we just discussed. Yeah. Not a disrespect to Anthony's house. Just, <laughs> just, just to our own organization or on like whatever table we choose to record on. But 100%. Yeah, we're good. Feels nice and spacious. Look, mate, I've got a confession to make. You know, when we first started this daily series that we were doing, honestly, man, I thought, you know, I started off really excited and then we got into it. A few days in, I found myself honestly getting a bit, I started getting a bit worried, a bit self-doubt thinking, oh my God, are we going to keep this up? Are people going to enjoy it? Are we going to keep the momentum up? Are they going to start listening for like four or five days and then stop? Which is ironic, right? Because we've got a podcast for podcasters about mm. podcasting. Yeah. And here I am a podcast coach <laughs> getting stressed out and worried <laughs> about podcasting, about podcasting. <laughs> but, um, but overall has been unbelievable in terms of the feedback we've gotten so far from these episodes so i just want to take the time to just say to everyone listening who's tuned in who stayed with us throughout this entire you know christmas special thank, thank you. you yeah you guys have been awesome it's been great <laughs> yeah no really appreciate it. and also appreciate you know getting the, the actual messages um with changes that people have made because of it as well that's that, that really what we want to see you know it's all good listening um, but what makes me really, really happy, and you know, it actually makes my whole day, is when I actually get a message from someone and they've actually implemented what we said on the podcast. They've taken the call to action, implemented it perfectly, and even come and, and let us know. So that that is amazing. Hundred percent. Now with all the sloppiness and uh, all the lovey dovey out of the way, let's get in with the episode. <laughs> all the, yeah, all the romance. Sweet. Right. So I mean, <clears throat> today we're talking all about show description, to how to turn more strangers into listeners using your show description. I'm going to give you an actual checklist. Now, I'm not sure about you, mate, but the show description is probably one of the most under-optimized, I don't know if that's a word, under-optimized yeah, yeah, I think that's valid. areas when it comes to podcasting. Most people just ignore it. They don't really give it a second thought. They kind of set and forget, as the saying goes. Um, what do you think that is, by the way? I, <laughs> I think probably just because it's kind of out of sight, out of mind, you know? I don't think, there's probably nothing more than that. I think it's something that no one really tells you to pay too much attention to it. Mm-hmm. It is the thing that describes your show. So, you know, like logically it should be important. But again, you kind of set it up when you start. And then because you're not really seeing it every time you upload or anything like that, you probably mm-hmm. never really come back and think of uh, of changing it, you know. It's been some some of the stuff along that lines that I've heard people say to me and when I've asked. But yeah, I, I think it, it is definitely under-optimized, maybe for that reason, maybe for not. Um, but ultimately it is very important, isn't it? Yeah. It is, there definitely does need to be more of a focus on it um, than currently is. And why is that? Yeah, well, I mean, to be honest, again, for us, we were shocked because I think we found out was like is the number one thing that new listeners look at when considering a new show. Yeah, and right? we will, uh, you know, that that's actually statistically correct according to the report, which we'll link below. Yeah, um, which honestly, talks- I'll be honest with you. If you're listening to this right now, Tyke has a habit of just saying we'll link below. <laughs> I, I, I'm the one who saw on the show, and I'm like, fuck, gotta remember that, gotta remember that. Yeah, but um, but no, we'll definitely link in the show. I think it was from. 
podcasthost.com. Yeah, it is, yeah. Um, yeah. But look, there's number one thing that new listeners look at when considering a new podcast to listen to. So if you listen to this right now, moving into 2024, you're probably thinking about maybe rebranding your show, maybe revamping, maybe being more focused, maybe being more talented, maybe covering a different topic. If you've been following the podcast up until now, I hope those are things you've been considering. So without further ado, let's go through this checklist on how to have a amazing show description that turns more strangers into listeners. So what's the first thing we need, Ty? All right, number one, we need a hook question to open the description. Now, a lot of descriptions open up with, you know, just go straight in for the kill, maybe talking about the host, maybe talking about the podcast, maybe talking about any factor that a new listener, or they're not even listening, right, a new reader, a stranger at this point, doesn't yet care about. Mm. Because the host, they don't know you yet. Your guests, they might not know them. Mm. The podcast, well, you know, they're not sold on it yet, you know? Mm. The topic, that was probably the best start you could have, right? But it's still not as good, given that there's so many things people are reading. You know, as they're reading, they've probably got another app like Vine for attention. Mm. You know, they've got like a a Tinder notification (laughs) pop-up or something like that. Not sure that's our demo, but we'll we'll see. If you're using Tinder, no judgment here. Yeah, me and Anthony are both not, for the record. (laughs) But all that to say, we need a way to actually stop the reader in their tracks and make sure that they keep reading, right? We can't afford to to let that moment slip. The same way that you'll have heard about, you know, the first three seconds of a video is important, that kind of thing. Mm. The, The same works with text, right? Um, which is why we need literally a hook, like it's it's called the same thing. So the best way to do that, we found, is to ask a qualifying question that any of your, if the the person reading it is your target listener, they'll instantly be able to read that and say, yes, that's me. And instantly mm. they're so much more engaged to kind of what comes after and everything else that you write because you've, you've now given them a reason to make them think that this is for them. 100%, dude. I mean, and a quick example of that would be something along the lines of if you have a personal development podcast, or mental health podcast, let's say, um, you could start off with something like, are you sick and tired of having the Sunday scaries? I mean, that one's pretty bland. Sunday scaries. Have you heard of it? You've heard of Sunday scaries, right? <laughs> no, I haven't. Really? Nah, Sunday scaries <laughs> is definitely really a thing. Man. No, yeah, I yeah. can see it being a thing, to be fair. That's just, uh, just really took me off by surprise. Um, I, I mean, I understand the concept, definitely. I've just never heard of it before. It's been referred to as the yeah, Sunday I'm just double-checking that as an actual thing. Sunday blues, Sunday scaries. Yeah, again, definitely understand the feeling, just had never heard that, that term Perfect. for it before. So there you go. That would be an example of a strong hook that will call out really the ideal avatar of the person you're trying to reach. We encourage all of our clients to do this as well. I'm going to encourage you to do this, is make sure that a hook either calls out a desired outcome, a specific pain point, or a specific thing that your audience would resonate with. Something that is probably top of mind for them. A problem that they're most likely aware of. Now, this is great because you're kind of killing two birds with one stone. Now, yeah. I'm not a fan of killing birds. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind slaying these birds. And, and the whole point is, again, we're grabbing attention. But we're also, again, calling out our target demographic. The, our target audience, the people we want to read this and go, yep, I'm in the right place. That's the whole point of your initial hook. Damn straight. And then that brings us to the second point of our checklist, which follows on in the same principle of really making the reader feel like they have found what they've been looking for, like they're undeniably in the right place. So we start with a question to this, but then we do just want to expand and really uh, add to their, their relatability, right? So you could say, this show is for young men who have been struggling with their mental health and are looking for alternative ways to manage it and reduce the anxiety without a load of pills. 
and I've seen tons of different ways that this is done. You know, it's not so formulaic as if, as if just like, just put a question, you know, that's the top part. Yeah. And there's different ways of doing it, but ultimately take one to two sentences to really uh, expand on painting the picture of who the ideal listener of this show is. If you do this correctly, then the the reader will almost will almost certainly listen to the show just off this, yeah, right? 100%. I think you're trying to paint a picture of the situation that a person is in. Yeah. Yeah, and that makes it more relatable. I love that. And then again, the next one is really just listing out, hey, here are the three benefits of what this podcast is going to do for you. You know, you want to just go out and exactly say, like, why should someone listen? Three benefits. This stranger, he's never heard of you before. What are they going to gain from listening to your show? So one of them could be, like Tug mentioned, you know, you'll discover, you know, um, alternative ways to manage anxiety without having to take prescription pills. We'll show you holistic ways to go from worried and stressed to feeling clear and confident. And finally, mindset shifts to help you get to the root of your mental health struggles and turn your life around week by week. Nice. And those would be the three clear benefits, right? Someone reads that, that's something that you want. But more importantly, if you know that's what you're providing, make it attractive, you know, make it something that feels compelling and convincing. And that person will read that and be like, holy crap, this is exactly what I'm looking for and be far more inclined to engage with your content. You can you can already tell just by the top of person who's going to listen to this, they're probably going to be into their, of course, wellness. That, that's great. But more so, they're looking for holistic, unconventional way. Mm-hmm. So we're not we're not only targeting them by what we say, of like in terms of what we do, but the la- the specific language we use. You know, if one to go to someone who wasn't so much about holistic, it would be more like the scientific method, blah blah, rather than the holistic approach. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so yeah. the language plays a role in this as well. Think about the language your audience will be using. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. So overall, you know, the principles here is show the listener specific benefits they will gain throughout listening to the podcast week in, week out, and use their own language to even use use their own language to just stay on that path of, of relatability, right? So so far we have the hook to grab their attention. We clarify who it's for by telling them who the podcast is for. We give them three benefits of why they need to listen to the show and what they will gain from listening to the show. What's the next part? So the next part really is your mini story. Now, you don't want to go crazy with this. I think people probably get way too excited. How and long is a mini story? A mi- I think two sentences long yeah. is good enough. Even right? that is pushing it. One, so, if you can get it in one, then great. Super concise, essentially a mini story of why the show exists. James suffered with crippling anxiety for the last three years but never wanted to go on prescription pills because he saw how it affected his parents. So he was forced to discover alternative ways to manage his mental health and improve his well-being. Now he's on a mission to help other young men do the exact same. That is really powerful. And you do that was a great example of a mini story. Because yeah. that was like kind of two sentences. That you know, that wouldn't be too many words. 100%. So yeah, a great job. You know what James is all about. You know why he you know, you know why he cares, you know why the podcast means something in the first place. And it makes it feel a bit more connected. It makes it feel like it's coming from someone who genuinely cares. That's your mini story. Figure out what that is for you and then make it more concise to be again one or two sentences. From there, we go on to what tag? We go into something that is is now less about the relatability and more just uh, you know focused on clarity and being direct. We just want to practically let people know what they can expect from the podcast. This is where you talk about your format. So this could be you saying something like, tune in every Monday and Thursday to get bite-sized episodes that will bring you closer to an anxiety-free life. 
you know closer to of course there's no anxiety free but again i'm getting into the weeds of the example there <laughs> um you know closer to an anxiety free life in the time it takes you to walk the dog right so i like that and and that in the time it takes you to walk the dog anthony what why did i add that there that seems a bit random but actually has I, I great guess importance. it's providing more context isn't it like it's not going to be time consuming it's a different way so like it's not going to be time consuming makes them realize like it's a low investment for them to get started listen to the show um, is there anything else I'm missing? Well, that's it. It's kind yeah. of a subtle objection handler, right? But yeah. it's not, it's not going to be too much work for them to do this, right? Um, and of course, how what yours looks like completely depends, right? So yeah, again, think about when you release, what the format of the episodes are, you know, whether they're interview, solo, how, how long they are, that kind of thing. And this would also be the place to talk about your USP if you have one. And if you don't have one, <laughs> then go back to the start of this podcast. And of course, USP just stands for Unique Selling Point. That's right. All right. Last up, we have uh, probably the simplest so far. We have uh, a call to action, but not just any old call to action, not just some boring scroll up and hit play. <laughs> what are the two elements of uh, our call to action in, in this in this checklist? Two elements, and these are must have. If you listen to this right now, these are the two elements you absolutely cannot afford to miss. We've seen some dead, terrible call to action in our times, and honestly, most of them are boring. Now, if that's you right now, shame on you. But it's okay, it's okay, all right? We've got the answers. And for us, it's really important to have an incentive-based course to action. When you understand that people think you just take action for no reason, they have to be incentivized, right? If you're ready to discover alternative ways of reducing your anxiety without having to go on prescription pills, you can start by listening to our fan-favorite episode 27, insert title here. Perfect. And the, to pick that apart, the two elements, one is, of course, the being the in, actually incentivizing it, not just saying, you know, go and listen to this episode, actually say if you're ready to get benefit or you, know, you could also flip that and say, if you um, hit play now to make sure you don't miss out on X, mm -hmm. you know, however you do that. Um, but then the second part is actually the, the specific episode, right? Correct. Um, why is this better than just saying go up and listen to the show? Because there's so much resistance, like you mentioned, mate. There's so many different things trying to vie. You know, there's so many different things fighting for people's attention. That those Tinder notifications are getting serious, in it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's one of those things where you, you don't want to create resistance. You don't want to just say, "Follow me on social media." Follow me on. That's the worst thing that we see when it comes to call to action. Do not give a call to action. Um, hey, we're we saving that for tomorrow's episode. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> just holding back, holding back. But the point is, again. You're just removing the resistance and playing around with kind of this herd mentality and social proof. Fan favorite episode. You know, it's almost like the best recommendation. You know it's going to be good because everyone else seems to love it. It seems to be the most valuable episode for everyone else. And that plays more on the psychological part of like how people think, right? Um, just give them that clear direction. I mean, that's that's a third element, actually. I mean, that's a kind of a hidden benefit of the given a specific episode. What I was thinking and what's probably important to add as well is um it's just less for people to think about right? yeah 100%. Um, so you know removes one extra decision you're just sending them somewhere rather than just getting them to go and pick right because if they go and pick they might look at a bunch of episodes and they're scrolling and they're thinking about which one and then, uh, i'm not going to say tinder let's <laughs> let's say they get an important text yes <laughs> and then off they go right and then they forget um so yeah it's important to be specific it's also even better mm -hmm. to say fan favorite for that little uh, that psychological hack you just mentioned Nice. So look, let's let's go over it. Let's have a quick recap. So number one, Ty, we grab them with a hook. We stop on the track and say, hey, this is for you. Number two, we expand on that and we tell them who the show is for, 
to make sure that they are feeling like, wow, this is a show for me. I've been looking for this kind of thing. Number three, we share to them and essentially pitch to them exactly what they're going to gain, the benefits they're going to gain from listening to your specific podcast. Number four, we tell them in two sentences or less how the podcast came to be where it is. Uh, and also that, that can be a place where the credibility gets inserted and you talk about your own story as well. Number five, we clarify the format of the show. A bit more practical, a bit more straightforward, but telling them practically what they're going to get. And again, this is exactly where your USP, your unique selling point, your unique pitch, what makes your show different should come in. And last but not least, incentivize a call to action to a fan favorite episode. Not just to the show, to a specific episode. And there we go. That's a wrap. That is a wrap. Six points on the checklist. That is how you turn a total stranger into an active listener of your podcast through your show description. So before we wrap up then, what's the, the call to action for today? The call to action, we go through this checklist. We'll leave it down below in the show notes. You can go through the checklist and simply just tick each one out as you go. Look at your show description. Where are you going? You know, where are you going right? Where are you smashing it? And where are you going wrong in terms of the positioning? Clarify that. Go through the list and make those changes. And once you do, if you want some feedback, some ruthless, brutal feedback, send us an email at anthony at getmorelisteners.com or tig at getmorelisteners.com. Or even both. Or even both. Send us to both. <laughs> and with that being said, we'll see you in tomorrow's episode.